Welcome back to another episode of the Creative Convos podcast. I am Josh. And I'm Aaron. <laughs> and today, uh, we have a topic that I guess I've... I feel like this is a topic I've brought up a couple times in conversation with people. And so I thought it'd be cool if we flesh it out or talk about it. Sounds good. Uh, in this episode. And so the topic for today is micro versus macro creative types interesting or micro yeah so one thing that at least uh, this is kind of just based on kind of my observation of creatives and i don't know i don't know if this if if no one's coined that term yet i'm taking that term and i'm gonna write a book about it and i'm gonna be a bestseller author but yeah just in case anyone of you guys trying to steal my idea I coined it first. Um, well, this but, podcast might be the seed. Yeah, that yeah, for sure. The idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be, I'll be a New York bestseller. Yeah, <laughs> like every, just like every other book that's a New York bestseller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so you might as well yeah. put your stick in the ground first and say, yeah, yeah, I, I coined this well. idea. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, the so the idea of um, micro versus macro creator. So this is kind of a concept that I kind of thought of or something that I've observed over the years of with collaborating with other music like other creators and musicians and I think one thing that's really interesting to me is that um so kind of kind of to give you guys a bit of a background so creative so micro what's like so what's the difference first of all what's a micro and what's a micro creative first and what's a macro creative right yeah it's just gotta define sounds, terms yeah what are, yeah what are those two right so Micro creatives are so for me anyway. From like what I've observed, micro creatives are kind of like what I would consider as kind of like specialists or people that's focus on like are very technical in terms of their creativity and like so you might you could say like a guitar player, right? A professional yeah. guitar player, like they're they're kind of I would categorize them as a micro creative where. They're very focused on their tone. They're really focused on like just the guitar part, and they're very like they they like tinkering with their tones. They like to try the latest pedals or whatever, right? They're very like you know like super into that, right? Um, and, and they heads. tend to be more hey gearheads. Yeah, well, I don't know about gearheads, but yeah, like they're very focused on one thing, right? Um, or you could use an example of like, I don't know what else, but that I guess that would be an example of a micro creative, right? And then you have, say, a macro creative where they're a lot more bigger picture, you know? Yep. Where um, they tend to, macro creatives tend to be much more like focused on the bigger project at hand. So like you could say a songwriter or a producer or a director, I guess, you know, yeah. like someone that's basically that that's much more focused like they they don't really care about the specifics of how they get there in terms of like i don't care you're using this technique i just want us to get to this location yeah creatively you know and they're they're much more focused on the bigger project and trying to get the like facilitate um things to so then it will for the greater good of the project right yep yep and i guess that that's how i, I would define I guess macro creatives, um, and so like that. So it's like really from there, I, I'd say, um, and I think a lot of creatives f- tend to swing between tend tend to have an affinity for one or the other. I would say, you know. Yeah. So, um, 
it's like for like myself like so well let's start with uh, myself for example like i would say i'm a pretty like macro kind of creative where cool. i tend to think more I, i'm more focused on the project and like the song versus like like if you uh, like i don't really tinker that much i don't really focus that much on like tones and stuff like that like i don't get I don't get super giddy about oh my gosh I got this new pedal guys it's yeah, gonna be yeah. so sick you know like I, I like I I can appreciate that stuff and it's like cool I'm like oh yeah cool cool whatever um like yeah. oh that's a cool sound but I don't really like I don't get a high from that you know yeah fair enough yeah. I, I don't get like I don't know it's not really like um I don't get some kind of crazy endorphin rush from that per se yeah um so I guess I and so yeah. I'm I'm definitely more of a macro kind of creative, um, where uh, so I, at least in, you know from my own observation anyway. Um, but yeah, how about how about you, Aaron? What do you? Yeah, I would say for myself, I would be what Josh would call a micro creative, only <laughs> because we we've been talking about this a lot um, in the sense that yeah. when it comes to songwriting and creating material I, I am not as prolific as josh is but what i do enjoy is tinkering uh, so I'm, I'm a tinkerer i love to play with my Damn. i love to play in my boutique pedals I, lo- I love to twiddle knobs and i like to set up signal chains to mm-hmm. create particular tones and I, I just love tweaking stuff and if i get a riff or a song out of that it's great but for me a lot of the times it's it's the journey of tweaking and it's yeah. the journey of creating tones that um, that uh, it really yeah that i i really enjoy um so mm-hmm. yeah um and when you look at the two of us i would say that uh, josh want really wants to get into the song and he he's sticking with his self-imposed timelines of getting songs out quickly speedily <laughs> efficiently I don't, he... know if I, I don't know i don't know if i have a timeline to be honest <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah time. but but you, you do create a lot of songs and you do create quite prolifically where, where, whereas for myself like my, my idea of kicking back and relaxing after work is turning on my amp and turning on my boutique pedals and just spending yeah. hours tweaking and creating riffs and playing yeah and and just just making random licks and random music and recording some of yeah. it and if i get a song out of that it's great but uh, to me at the end of the day it's it's about and just enjoying the craft and enjoying the process of making i would say mm-hmm. and uh, not not just enjoying it but drilling it down to the nearest sense of settings and yeah just playing with different settings and yeah yeah figuring out what sounds great and and also a million other alternatives to a particular tone so i think that's yeah that's what i do i mean it's it can be pretty exhausting sometimes i feel like i'm (laughs) reinventing the wheel over and over again but as as a what Josh would call micro creative, I get a lot of enjoyment out of just out of just doing that. Um, another mm-hmm. another instance of that is that I I won't necessarily have a template when recording my music. 
um, I'll, yeah. I'll have I'll, I'll have uh, templates that work successfully and that I would yeah. use over and over again. But my main mm-hmm. preference is to start something from scratch again and start A putting plugins slate. in from scratch again <laughs> and start yeah. figuring out what where what sounds good in the first place and how I and how to get to sounding really good without relying yeah. on templates, which is which is not the most efficient or quickest way to go about doing things. But at the same time, I, I, I quite enjoy doing it again. And yeah, yeah, just setting things up all over again and using mm-hmm. different plugins and just trying out different compressors and different EQs to, to, get, yeah. to get the same or different results. So I think yeah. that's, that's how I roll as opposed yeah, to Josh. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, like just for like, just to expand on like the whole template thing, like for me, like I do have multiple templates that I work with. Yeah. Um, and gen- but like, I, I guess like for me with those templates, like those templates are stuff that I guess are stuff that I've, I guess, developed over the years and like just found that work for me. Cool. And so, it, it, and I guess like, yeah, like for me, like a lot of times with those templates, the reason why I have those is really, um, yeah, it just speeds up the process for me. Where I don't, yeah. again, yeah, I like, you know, where, like, whereas Aaron loves to do that, like, you know, get in there. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to be slowed down by that. I'm like, I want to yeah. get this, I want to record this idea and have an idea or right here, right now. Cause I already know what I want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of like, just go with, I guess I tend to go with that. Um, but yeah, like, I think something as well, like just to kind of put it out there is like, one is not right or wrong. You know, I think like it like saying like oh someone's a micro creative like i i wouldn't say like like don't if you feel like you're a micro creative that it's not a bad thing as well like don't get me wrong like micro and mac mi- micro and macro are just terms that we're using because i think it kind of describes pretty well on like on the kind of the definitions of the two types of creatives um and ultimately both are just as important really like but bo- we both need we all need micro creatives and we also need macro creatives right and yeah, yeah. I think I think this is the crux of this episode is really figuring out what type are you? Are you a micro or macro creative? And the the reason why I say that is because when you can kind of it, it really comes down to I guess self awareness, right? It, it being aware of what you as a creative like and what you don't like, you know? Yeah. Understanding understanding what are the things that make you excited about creating music and also what what are, what are the aspects of music that you just don't enjoy? Like, for example, like mixing music. I actually really don't enjoy it <laughs> at okay, all. I find that enough. I find it really annoying because I'll literally be tweaking like 0.5 of a decibel or something, yeah, right? I'll yeah. listen back to it and be like, and like you spend like tiny efforts of it, right? Just to get that one perfect thing. And I it drives me insane. Like I literally yeah. will just be like, I almost feel like I'll be driven. I'm driven to insanity when I have to do that. Like, yeah, I'm still yeah. part of the, but I still have to do it, right? And I guess that's the thing. It's like a lot of these stuff, like tweaking and stuff like that. I guess I see it more as like, a like the labor of love part, or like the the kind of price you have to pay. Where it's like, oh, you gotta do it, you know. But it's not something yeah. that I I I don't. I'm not. I'm I'm not like you know jumping. I'll be like, yes, I can't wait to mix the song and tweak every <laughs> tiny bit of like yeah. the volume fader. I'm like. I, like there's definitely a point where I'll be like, oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it just drives me insane. Like, yeah. um, especially when you want to tweak tiny bits. But yeah, 
I, I mean, yeah, but yeah. Ultimately, the idea that of this episode is really, again, to figure out why, what kind of creative are you? Because I think knowing what type of creative you are will really help you dictate what, okay, how can you be more productive as a creative, right? So if say you're a micro creative, so if you find yourself thinking, oh, wow, like all the stuff that like, you know, maybe Aaron's talked about or whatever, the description that we gave as far as yeah. micro creatives, like and you might think involves, to yourself, oh, yeah. wow, that sounds a lot like me, right? Um, first, like, so then, so then you'll probably find any way that a lot of my, you'll find that at this, then really, um, the kind of advice I have for micro creatives is really seek other, either other micro musician, micro creatives, or find a macro and then find a macro, another macro creative, because your job as a, cause your, your job isn't necessarily to come up with the, the heart of the ideas per se. You know, your your job really is to help facilitate the macro creative's vision, I would say, you know? And that's a and I feel like that's kind of like the good that that kind of you have this kind of nice and advice versa if you're a macro creative, try to find um if you can do a lot of the micro creative tasks, cool. But if you can't, try to find another micro creative, like a micro creative that um, that can help you, you know, like maybe yeah, you're a macro, maybe you're a director, right? But you don't know anything about filming. You don't know anything about how to use a camera. Find a, find someone that's a cameraman or find someone that's a good DP or something, right? And yeah. they can help you, they, they can help facilitate your vision as a director of like the story that you want to tell. Um, so it's really important for, I think, micro creators and macro creators to really find each other because you have this then this really interesting and kind of like very beautiful relationship between the two where they can kind of help each other in this project to really bring forth something that's good you know they can really cover each other's bases you know yeah and yeah. And, and i'd say like um yeah like and really just look at that yeah just have a look around like you know your friends or anyone that's doing anything interesting and like i think that's a good starting point i would say you know yeah. to find those kinds of people yeah, um, I, I, a few, a few examples of musicians that I know come into mind when it's, when it comes to talking about micro versus macro creatives. I mean, if you look at the Beatles, how influential, how popular their, their songs are and, yeah. and how great their songwriting is, um, it, it mm -hmm. could be argued that without, without their sound engineer, they, they wouldn't have made as much of an impact as they they have so yeah. they, they they were they were great uh, songwriters and they they were good musicians and mm -hmm. what they found was a great engineer um, who made their vision come together through yeah definitely through te te technical <laughs> pun, innovations pun, and yeah pun through intended nuts and bolts uh, yeah it's like it's even <laughs> could even be argued that he was the fourth. Like, sorry, he was the fifth Beatle in in the line. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember his what, name. Was, Do you remember his name, Josh? George Martin. George Martin. George Martin. That's right. Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. So, I'm younger so, than you, and I know that. What the heck? Yeah. Well, you. <laughs> I guess you know him more than I do. <laughs> I'm more of a music nerd. Yeah, yeah. I'm more of a music history right. nerd. <laughs> or, or, or even, or even, I would say the the smashing the smashing pumpkins. Right. So. Uh, you yeah. say that that Billy Corgan, um, Jimmy Chamberlain, they, they, they don't know squat about 
mixing or engineering oh yeah like the whole yeah. like like the the fact that like billy corgan was like we need to use a big muff and then butch is like we can't <laughs> yeah like, no, that's but right I want that's but right we, we need to make it work <laughs> and somehow he made it work uh, which which was and he was he was uh, uh he, yeah there was an interview once where he was talking about the struggle of taking multiple uh, uh, big muff guitar sounds yeah. and putting them together and how they would clash with the the, the drum kit cymbals and mm. for for Billy like he like technical impedances didn't 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 face him at all he was like you know mm-hmm. this this is my vision and mm-hmm. I'm trusting you to make it work so mm-hmm. Butch Vig had to make it work but thankfully Definitely. Butch Vig was a micro creative in the way he was a sound engineer and how he obsessed yeah. over every single detail. So yeah. he, he found musicians whom he could push and Billy Corgan and Jimmy Chamberlain found a sound engineer that they could push. So yeah, definitely. At, yeah. And the end result of that was a very creative collaboration and a great yeah. album, um, yeah. which, which works very well so yeah yeah as either a macro or micro creative it's really important to find people who who might be your opposite or might be your equal uh, to work together with and being able to work with different styles of creatives is is a very important thing yeah and i think like something to note is that usually um yeah you can like you can definitely have people that can technically fill both roles of micro and macro like technically i could go i i could technically go down the right route of micro but i guess i tend to have an affinity for macro and that's something that um uh i guess happens like over time is that you find which one you end up kind of leaning towards a lot of times because i think the the thing to note is that not you notice how none of us have talked about like skill level right like neither we haven't even mentioned at all about skill level and it really isn't a matter of skill level because you could be a micro you can have two like a micro musician a micro creative and a macro creative right and they both could have the same kind of level of technique it's so it's not really a matter of like oh one person is technically better than the other it's just that one kind of sees the technique differently in terms of their process yeah you know yeah it's yeah so and a lot of times yeah like you tend to um yeah a lot of creators tend to again like you could like most creatives most creators i would say can fill either one of the roles but it's really a matter of asking yourself what between the two which one brings you (laughs) which one sparks joy in you (laughs) (laughs) you know like like which which one of the two really gets you excited because i think once you understand what gets you excited about creating then that's when you can be a lot more intentional about how you go about your process yeah that's right so finding your your type of creative i guess so like finding what uh, yeah i guess finding well yeah, finding what kind of creative are you, whether you're micro or macro, and finding which one, which of the two really gets you excited, you know? Like, do you get excited over seeing a finished product and being like, wow, 
like, you know, we were able to f- complete this whole project and we've got this big, you know, this movie or this album or song or whatever, right? Or maybe you're like, man, I just love like, oh, it's like, oh, I love the little guitar parts I put in this song, man. It's like, it's so cool. I love that. I love that little diminished thing I did there, you know, yeah. very different kind of mentalities, right? Yeah. But yeah. both of them are ultimately focused on that, ultimately serve that one project, ultimately. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so, yeah, and you can, I think you can apply this definitely to any creative, really, like whether you're a painter or you know, a director, you know, like in, there's so many different in the, di- in every field of art, whether it's music, visuals, you know, like, um, like movies or p- photography, I- I'd say like in-, in a lot of those kinds of st- like arts where there's different, like there's potential for different roles. That's when you'll see, like, you know, that's when you'll see the ideas of micro and macro type of creatives in that space. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I I think for any success successful music production or art or movie, you always have yeah. a, a a blend of these micro and macro creatives working yeah. together in tandem to make great art. And yeah, it's like even even outside of the music um, industry. Another, yeah. another example comes to my mind is uh, when yeah when uh, when Steven Spielberg and Michael Crichton worked together to create Jurassic oh, okay. Park. So Right, yeah. Yeah, so my, Michael Crichton was is the storyteller, is the writer. Yeah. And he's he's mm-hmm. he's focused about writing a good story and something yeah, yeah. That, that grips readers. Whereas Steven Spielberg is more of the visionary. He wants to bring the story um, to life visually. And he yeah he, yeah yeah he he didn't write the story and he doesn't have an idea of how to make special effects but he has a good idea of how he wants to tell the story and what yeah and and what angles he wants to use uh, to to present the story in its most effective light so yeah that that's an example that I think was is a is a very successful example of yeah that's taking a, that's a good blend macro and micro creatives and putting them together in a fruitful and productive Mm -hmm. way yeah and even like um you know even just like for myself for example like yeah when i'm like when i'm making a record or making music um i've got a number of like people that i like i mean you for example i I, like we collaborate once in a while yeah and like and and like that's an example that that's an example right or even like for me when i'm uh say i'm working on a song or if I'm working on an album release or single release, I've got a friend of mine who does all the artwork for me, right? Yeah, yeah. And they would all, and I would say they're, they're also like more of a micro creative and, and they know, and, and like in terms of like, like for me, for example, like I have ideas for like artwork, for example, or like lyric videos, but I have no clue on how to go about it. Like I don't have like the kind of like the, like they'll, they'll point out certain things to me and I'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't notice. I didn't notice that. But okay. You know, like it's like, and that's a. I think that's what really sparked that idea of to me. I was like, wow. You know, I really don't pay that much attention to the micro details of like that art form <laughs> yeah. or whatever, right? And it's like I'm like, that's why I have them because that's right. They're there to they're there to help me see that. Oh, you, you know, it's like no, you got to look at like the little details like this, and it's like you know, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then how can we then you know improve that or whatever? So yeah, really yeah. like um, you know, having like there's a lot of benefits you know it's it's a 
it's a mutual there's mutual benefits for both creatives you know when you collaborate with another person that um it's a you know it's a different type like a micro creative or a macro creative you know so um but yeah like i think um yeah i think i think we've really i think we've kind of fleshed out or at least at least to me i feel like we've really fleshed out this topic but um but yeah like again for a lot of you guys that are at home that want to figure out um what kind of type you are really um yeah really just look at what are the things that uh in your art form what are the things that get you excited you know are yeah. you ex- no and that's i think right. that's a good starting point it's really looking yeah. at what what aspect of your art do you enjoy do you enjoy the big like getting the bigger picture or like the bigger project finish and then whatever or are you more focused on the little details and really the the fine tuning and whatnot yep and yep um yep. I, and yeah like i i have i have another example of micro versus macro oh, okay micro, macro and macro it's uh <laughs> versus yeah <the> I've, <laughs> I've i've uh i've i've mentioned uh her a few times but I, i'm always inspired by uh, uh billy eilish and her brother Phineas. oh yeah um it's uh yeah because not not because um her brother Phineas uses the same stuff as i do he uses logic and <laughs> he has the same studio monitors but how he is a micro creative when it comes to music production uh, yeah whereas billy is more of the creative visionary um she, she yeah will, she'll she'll be listening to what her brother is doing in the other room and when he, when she hears a beat that is interesting to her she will say oh that's great <laughs> let's let's record something and yeah, they yeah. get they get down to recording something and she just yeah she she doesn't land any technical expertise to what Phineas yeah. is doing but she does have her creative vision which she contributes in in her voice and and Phineas just takes that voice and just processes it and adds beats to it and you get yeah the end result is something that is yeah it's it's bigger than what they would be able to do if they didn't have each other so yeah it's it's a very a very uh, I would say a very good example of a very creative oh. symbiosis between two completely different individuals who have the same vision. Yeah. So definitely, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, on that note, anyway, I think yeah, like, I think we've really, I think we'll definitely, I think we'll wrap things up. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, that, you know, I think like um, again, like I mean, this kind of like micro versus macro. Again, it's not, you know, there's no like all oh, ones better or worse than the other like keep in mind that it's not like you know don't think to yourself if you find out like oh you're a micro like oh gosh oh no i'm a micro creative or like oh no i'm a macro like like these are just terms that we're using and again like i think just to really hammer home both are just as important you know like both creators types are important and both have a really specific role to play and the aim of this podcast or at least this episode really is f- for yeah it's for you guys to think about that when you're um you know in this time where i think a lot of people are s- kind of soul searching a bit in terms of creatively or just in general right i think um it's definitely something to think about is you know what kind of creative are you and i think that will really give you w- once you kind of figure out um you know what what creative type you are i think you'll really kind of um you'll know what you need to do so yeah yeah anyways 
cool. was good. Lot yeah, cool, cool. Thought provoking well, stuff I mean, to think about for you guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, but uh, but yeah, I think on that note, anyway, I think we'll end things there. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Creative Convoys podcast. Yeah, stay um, safe, guys, and stay creative. Yes, yeah, stay yeah, and stay tuned for the next episode. We'll um, we'll definitely be uh, yeah, we've been we've got a lot of topics that we've been uh we've written down i don't know how many like how many topics we've got but yeah there's a lot so yeah we we got a lot so So stay stay tuned for that that's right um and uh yeah stay safe stay productive stay cool and uh yeah we'll catch you guys in the next uh episode see you guys see you guys